What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to know how your evening went. I know yesterday was very, very cold. We went outside to let the dog out, and just he was not having it. He, as soon as he walked outside, he was like, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back inside. And this is with a sweater and a winter coat on. Yeah, I got to say, it's, it's pretty adorable. Lots of things to talk about today for January 31st. It's Tuesday. Uh, some weird holidays that are happening today. It's National Backwards Day or Yeah, you might uh, remember just a couple of days ago I was talking about uh, backwards things and a 90s hip-hop group Crisscross may have been onto something. But... Uh, this guy may have been on something as well. <laughs> on to something, I mean. Uh, well, maybe both. Leonardo da Vinci actually wrote backwards, among many other strange and interesting things that he did. And not just, you know, right to left. He also writes his letters back. He also wrote his letters backwards. Yeah, kind of weird. I don't even know the mechanics of that because actually Jocelyn and I were just talking about this the other day because I'm left-handed and she was just trying to get the the arm angle that a left-hander left-hander has to use in order to write without getting the the silver hand as all the left-handers know exactly what I'm talking about. You have to like it's a, it's not a comfortable position. But that was the way that you could not only see what you were doing, but also uh, not get the silver hand. Now you know why a lot of people were switched from left hand to right hand. I, on the other hand, was not. And I'm totally okay with it. Today's also National Hot Chocolate Day. Oh, that sounds great. Created by the ancient Mayans more than 2,000 years ago. Now, um... Hot chocolate is made by melting ground-up chocolate in hot milk, of course. Or you can do water, I guess. It's not the same as hot cocoa, which uses cocoa powder instead. It's also Scotch Tape Day, one of the best uh, inventions. Invented in 1920 by a delivery man at the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company known as 3M. Yeah. And at the time, uh, they made sandpaper, which I believe they still do. And the guy noticed how frustrated that body shop workers got when uh, they were trying to paint two-tone cars. So he took adhesive and crepe paper and invented masking tape. Ten years later, he tried using a brand new, <clears throat> a brand new material called cellophane and boom. Clear tape. Look at that. Now, he called it scotch tape because back then, well, that meant cheap. So there you go. Today's also National Eat Brussels Sprouts Day. Yuck. I know a lot of people saying that. But now you've kind of changed your act uh, and, and thoughts on Brussels sprouts because now they've added bacon. And it's like, oh, why, why didn't they do that when I was a kid? 
So uh, enjoy that. Also, today is National Plan for a Vacation Day. Every year, hardworking Americans leave more than 600 million vacation days unused, and most American workers give less than six weeks notice when requesting a week off. So keep your office manager's hair from turning completely gray. Plan your time accordingly, and don't leave vacation days on the table. Speaking of inventions, uh, a guy by the name of Ira Bourne passed away. You may not know his name, but he's the guy who designed the mechanical process for making peep marshmallows. He uh, died at the age of 98. And his original uh, machine made a peep in less than six minutes. And the company's uh, current machine makes uh, five and a half million peeps Per day. I've always wondered, like, when somebody that invented something died, can they just be buried in something like the large version of their major invention? You know, like, uh, well, Henry Ford could have been buried in a car um, and all kinds of different things. The scotch tape guy, you could just make a big scotch tape thing or... You know, the guy that invented Tupperware, just bury him in a really long Tupperware. That's what I would want. If I ever invent things, if I ever invent one product, that's how I want to be buried. One life-size or huge version of whatever I invented. So you you heard it here first. That's what I want to happen. Now, a name you uh, definitely know, uh, another person passed away. Uh, Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley, one of my all-time favorite shows, mainly because it was funny, but also because of the theme song. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hudson Pepper Incorporated. We're going to do it. Yeah, fantastic theme song. And and really, the whole show open was probably one of the coolest things. You know, they're in the uh, the brewery, takes the glove off. She takes the glove off, pops the uh, glove on the bottle, and then you see the bottle go away along the assembly line. Classic. Great show. Um, Cindy Williams uh, died after a brief illness. She was 75 and her uh, co-star, Penny Marshall, she passed away a few years ago. But uh, here's Cindy talking about how uh, it was it was pretty cool to be on the show, but really fast on how it all happened. Um, the spinoff, because, you know, that was from Happy Days and then it spun off into Laverne and Shirley. She said, I've got this episode of Happy Days, and I need two girls, and they're going to be the dates of uh, Fonzie gets Ronnie a date. So, Cheryl, why do you think of this kid? You've been with worse. Oh, he's nice, and a tie, too. And then three weeks later, they called and said, ABC loves this show. And we said, what show? And they said, they love you and Penny, and they want to do a spinoff. And we didn't know what a spinoff was. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, they said uh, when they were putting the show together, it only took uh, like th- 
three weeks or so after they were like, oh, okay, this is now going to be a spinoff. And they had a ton of spinoffs of Happy Days, quite a few of them, like Mork and Mindy, uh, Joni Loves Chachi, Laverne and Shirley. So quite a lot because, well, that was a very popular show. But I think even some of these shows, the spinoffs were more successful. I'd have to, to take a look, but I, I know Happy Days was very successful, but I feel like some of these spinoffs might have had uh, even more success. But yeah, one of my all-time uh, favorite shows, always loved watching reruns of that show, and I'm sure some of you watched it live when it was on. You can always email Let's Talk at WSJM.com, and you can call... 925-WSJM. You know, that's what you can do if you'd like to be part of Got Something to Say, where I talk to nonprofits, uh, organizations, great people in the community doing awesome things. I'd like to help get the word out for you. Feel free to reach out to me. You can always email Let's Talk at WSJM.com. Call me, 925-WSJM. That's 925-9756. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can reach out there as well if you'd like. And got something to say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Well, I've got a few guests joining me. I've got uh, Luke, Rick, and Corey, all part of the chapel. And we're here to talk about a really cool thing that's coming up uh, here in February. And that is the No Regrets Men's Conference. How are you guys doing today? Uh, doing, doing great. Good. Doing great. Good. Thank you. Let's talk about this uh, this men's conference. You guys have uh, have been a part of this um, for a number of years, and how long has this been going on? And and really, what's what's the purpose of the No Regrets Men's Conference? Yeah, we've been we've been hosting it since 2013, Johnny. It's just we've seen it grow every single year, and really, the purpose of it is to bring men together from different ages, different backgrounds different uh, places in their spiritual journey to come together for a day of learning, a, a day of worship, a day of fellowship, uh, a day of really talking about issues that are relevant to men and really helping us to grow as husbands and fathers and as uh, people in the workplace and, and, and as leaders. And that's really what it's all about. That's really great. And, and like you said, it's, it's men from all walks of life uh, and different age groups as well. So uh, why should someone come to this? Because I know you're, you'll probably have a lot of people that are you know, part of uh, the chapel. I'm sure a lot of church members will come, but uh, you want people from, from all over to, to come and enjoy this because you're going to be talking about a lot of great stuff. Yeah. So, you know, the, the goal here is to uh, really to bring um, a lot of different things together in one place for all the men in our area. You know, um, I, I uh, even the work that I do, I see a lot of men, younger men especially, that uh, we see struggle with kind of navigating society as a man today. You know, things have changed quite a bit since I was, you know, a young man, and it's not always easy. And and so this is a lot of speakers and resources because we bring we bring resources into a resource fair here, uh, you know, different community resources that uh, would would be helpful to things and issues that men might be facing. So it's not just uh, it's not just for church men. There's certainly, uh, you know, there's there's undoubtedly a, you know, a, a theme um, in terms of, the, you know, the church and the gospel mm-hmm. and what what that brings to men and what that what, what comfort men can get from that relationship, but it's also practical resources that men can use for sh- issues they may be facing in their lives in general. 
Now, Luke, you're part of a uh, new newer part of the this this team at the chapel. But are you new to coming to one of these men's conferences? I am. I'm new all the way around. I'm not from Michigan. Uh, I moved here from the Chicago suburbs, so this will be my first. Uh, this will be my first conference. So I've done a lot of work for it, but I uh, never attended one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's really great. Yeah, because you I mean you all of the the people that are involved in the planning stages. Yeah, you get to plan and and coordinate all that stuff, but you also get to participate and and be you know be one of the men that's that's there as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I've already got my uh, sessions picked out that I want to go to and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And, and uh, just also at the beginning when all the men are together and I uh, get to sing and, and worship together, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to that. That's really cool. Let's talk about some of the, the, the breakout sessions and some of the, uh, the things that will be happening during this, uh, this conference. What, what are some of the, the big ones that we should highlight that people would want to come and, and check out and, uh, and enjoy. Yeah, we have a variety of live speakers that uh, that complement the live simulcast speakers that we'll see um, up at the church in Milwaukee as well. But we, we try to bring in live um, our pastor, local pastors, uh, local leaders. Uh, really excited to have Jim Oakley with us. He's a pastor at uh, Woodland Shores uh, Baptist Church in Bridgman. He's going to do a session on grief. How do we deal as men with grief? We've gone through losses, whether whether it be death or just coming out of COVID all kinds of job losses, all kinds of relational struggles and things. So how do we cope with that? Uh, that will be a really good session there. We have a session specifically this year for young men, uh, focusing on basically what's your life's mission? Where are you going? How can you serve God uh, in wherever you're at in the workforce or in your life? Kind of help people to understand what's my purpose and how do I live a life that pleases God. So I'm really excited. Dan Summer is going to do that one. Uh, he's a former youth pastor here at the chapel and, and doing, he has a role now in, in helping people in missions, uh, young people. So that'll be, a, that'll be a great one. Have another one from a local pastor on prayer, Rob, Rob Nash down at Sawyer Highlands. Uh, prayer is one of those mysterious things. You know, sometimes we're good at it and we can always learn something from it. And so Rob's got some real practical things. He's just going to take us through and how we can grow in our prayer life. So we, we have some of those kind of things. We also have uh, ones on marriage. We can always use advice and help and encouragement in marriage. Uh, one of the simulcast sessions is living free from your stuff. And mm. that's probably a uh, an area that all of us can get a little bit too attached to things and stuff, especially in where we live and in our world um, here in the U.S. And so really good, challenging topics that are relevant, that are going to be helpful for for any guy. No, those uh, those are all really interesting topics and, and a lot of things that many men may not want to talk about, you know, things like grief and, 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 you know, a lot of people that are married will say, oh, my marriage is perfect. Things are great. But really, there's always uh, room for improvement on a lot of those things and having those conversations and, and being surrounded by guys that are going through those same sort of things. Um, but I, I love the, uh, the, the things, uh, the part about the things and all the things that we hold on to. I mean, uh, many men like to hold on to their glory days as well of, uh, Hey, look at these awards that I won 25 years ago. It's like, uh, I don't think you need some of that stuff. Um, but maybe there is, you know, connections to that or, things from their their parents that they they held on to but having those conversations are are really great uh so i look forward to this this sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun so details on if people want to come check this out and and be a part of this february 4th 
Is it just a one-day thing, and, and how long is it going to last? Yeah, Saturday, February 4th, it's 8.45 in the morning till 2 p.m. Uh, the day really moves pretty quickly um, because we have some times we're all together. There's other times where guys have choices. They can go to break, different breakout sessions. Uh, we have a box lunch. You can take a box lunch to a session and just keep taking part of it. Or if you want to just have some time to let your mind rest, you can do that as well. But 8.45 to 2 p.m. And as you mentioned, uh, you want people from all, all ages, age groups uh, to come and enjoy this. What's it going to cost us uh, to come and be a part of this men's conference? Yeah, so uh, the typical cost is $25, which is really cheap for what you get. Again, you get the lunch and then all that good content and all the resources. Uh, we also have um, Parable Books has book tables. So you'll have books there from a lot of the speakers. So if you if you enjoy a speaker, you, you can pick up one of their books, too, to continue that learning. Um, we're looking at uh, age groups from 15 to 25. If somebody in that age group comes, they can attend for free. We're, we're really interested in encouraging young men to come uh, so that they can hear a lot of these things, you know, as they as they're coming up, mm -hmm. uh, you know, through their manhood and they can, you know, make some choices that some of us may not have made as well. And so we can help them there. And if you're if you're outside that age group and you bring somebody who's in that 15 to 25 uh, age group, you can get a $10 discount off the 25. So you could come for $15. So there's a lot of advantageous ways mm -hmm. to come and certainly an incentive to bring somebody in that young man category so we can yeah. get as many young men here as we possibly can. And I wanted to say you touched on something so important. You know, when we're when we're facing a lot of these things, sometimes it's hard to find uh, someone to talk with and someone to commiserate with. And you're, you're talking a room with hundreds of men in it sure. that are all there. And it's, and it's a great place to be able to have those conversations and feel secure in knowing that there's probably 50 or more that are, you know, struggling with the same thing. And it's that camaraderie and that fellowship that really makes this conference. Absolutely. And Luke, you mentioned that you kind of earmarked some of those, uh, those sessions that you really want to uh, enjoy and, and be a part of. What are you most looking forward to uh, for this men's conference? Yeah, uh, one of our local pastors, Brian Hedges, uh, has a, a session called uh, uh, "Christ Formed in You," and uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, just kind of growing in your relationship with Jesus, and I, I think that's going to be, that's going to be great. Um, that's really and then also the one on uh, prayer. I, yeah, uh, I've spoken to Rob uh, about that a couple of times, and I'm really looking forward to uh, his insights and uh, what he's gleaned as a, as a pastor and as an older man over the years. That's awesome. And Corey, uh, if we want to find more information uh, and, and get tickets for this, we probably want to do that ahead of time. Uh, best place for us to find all this information. And if we want to learn more about some of the sessions and things, how do we find that stuff? Yeah, we have a specific web page you can go to. It's yourplacetobelong.com slash no dash regrets. Wonderful. Well, looking forward to this. Mark your calendars February 4th. It'll happen at the chapel. Uh, what's the address if we want to come check it out? 4250 Washington Avenue in St. Joe. All right. Mark it on your calendars. The No Regrets Men's Conference. Thank you guys so much for spending some time with me and telling me about all this uh, this great stuff that's going to be happening. Thank you for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. If you want to tell me about some of the things that are happening, maybe you uh, are part of a church or a nonprofit or a theater or something like that. You volunteer for something and you say, hey, we need to get the word out about this because we need people to show up. Maybe you got a fundraiser that's coming up too. Well, we want to help you hit your goal. So 
feel free to reach out to me and be part of Got Something to Say. You can simply email me. Let's talk at WSJM.com. Give me some information of some of the things that you got going on. Also, you can um, call me and leave me a voicemail. Operators are standing by. The operator is my dog, so he's probably going to let it go to voicemail. He doesn't like to talk on the phone. He's more of a texter. Um, but if you want to get a hold of me, I'd love to hear from you. And Got Something to Say is brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. The big game's coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And this woman, I don't know if she's planning a really big party, but she recently got caught stealing one and a half million dollars worth of chicken wings. So she's 66 years old. Her name is Vera Lydell. And she was... Emphasis on was the food service director at a school district in Illinois, but she was arrested for stealing one and a half million dollars worth of chicken wings. Chicken wings. That's a lot. I don't I mean, I know the prices of food is going up, but when would a school ever need one and a half million dollars worth of chicken wings? Well, she had been working there. For at least a decade, but during the pandemic, she started over-ordering chicken and then picking it up herself in a district cargo van. Uh, and then the extra chicken was never brought back to the school, just somehow fell off the truck or the van in this instance. And over the past couple of years, she actually stole quite a lot of chicken. She ended up being caught because she overlooked one thing. She was ordering massive amounts of chicken wings, but the school never served chicken wings to the students because the the uh, chicken wings contained bones. How do you not see that? As the food service director, how do you overlook that? At least find something that's on the menu, like, I don't know, the, the rectangle pizzas or... Uh, Biscuits and gravy or something like that. I don't know. I haven't had cafeteria food in quite a while. I actually kind of miss it. There's some There's some things that bring back some good memories of school food. But really, how dumb can you be to get chicken wings that aren't even on the menu? At least she could have been smart and said, all right, we're, uh, we're going to put chicken wings on the menu just so I can um, take these chicken wings home. Uh, speaking of that, when it comes to wings, we need to know the prices of all that are going up. But Buffalo Wild Wings is going to be offering free wings to everyone in America if the big game goes into overtime. Uh, people will be able to redeem six free boneless. See, boneless. Why didn't Why didn't that criminal get boneless wings? Uh, but you get them on Monday, February 27th after the game. Well, later on in the month. And uh, with those food prices, maybe you're going to have chicken wings on the menu. Uh, maybe you're going to have meatballs, which just the other day I told you that meatballs are the most popular uh, big game food. But a lot of that food is actually coming down in price ahead of the big game. Uh, food that's dropping in price compared to last January. Wing, wing prices are down 22% avocados are down 20% steak. If you want to have that, 
That is dropped by a dollar a pound. And some drinks that are rising in price compared to last January, beer, wine, and spirits all up. Beer being the one up the most at 22%. And if you want to go to the big game, well, (laughs) got to tell you, you're going to have to take a loan out or something like that because the most expensive Super Bowl ticket now selling for 35 grand. Their uh, second row seats being sold by a ticket reseller. Now, I know that Congress is meeting with the Ticketmaster when it comes to, like, the Taylor Swift debacle, but they need to really go after uh, the resellers for a lot of these football games, especially the Super Bowl. Because when you look at 35000 I think the cheapest seat I saw was around 5000 bucks. How is anyone that's a sports fan, whether they be a kid or, uh, you know, been a fan all their lives, how are they going to be able to afford to go see a game, let alone the Super Bowl? I mean, even just a regular game, it's pretty expensive. So I think we need to drop the prices way down so that we can actually experience some of these great sporting events. Because... Some of my best memories are are, are going to certain sports games, sports ball games. Yeah, I love them. I love, I've been to the Cubs. I've been to, uh, I've never been to Soldier Field. Love to go there. I've been to Ford Field. That's great. But there's a lot of different experiences a lot of people don't get to do because the prices are so high. I don't think I'm going to make a difference. And I don't think everything's going to change because everybody just wants to get money. But the fans that are going to be there are just going to be a bunch of rich people that don't really care about the game. They're probably there for the Rihanna concert at the halftime show. So hopefully uh, someday those prices go down to somewhat affordable. But I highly doubt that. Operators are standing by at 925-WSJM. The operator is my dog, <laughs> which, uh, well... He's got small paws, plus he's not really good at talking. Well, he barks a lot, but just not really good on the phone. And we'll talk about phones and uh, the dogs in just a little bit. But I want to talk about this junk food study. Are you a junk food junkie? Well, there are a lot of things other than drugs and alcohol that people can be addicted to. Junk food's one of them. According to a new new survey that the University of Michigan actually put together. One in eight Americans, 50 and older, say that they're addicted to processed food, such as uh, fast food, salty chips, and sugary drinks. Now, close to half, about 44% of people, said they're experiencing symptoms of addiction, such as uh, intense cravings or an inability to stop eating some of these foods. You know, you eat a bag of chips... You don't plan on eating the whole bag of chips, but it somehow ends up getting that way. Well, the survey found that women are more than twice as likely as men to have a junk food addiction. The results of the survey are concerning to nutritionists who say that these foods are really big contributors to the chronic conditions that uh, a lot of us face. Diabetes, heart disease, and even certain types of cancer. 
So some things to be mindful of. I'm sure they'll have more uh, after they've now done this survey, more of a study. But that's something you got to watch out for with uh, with junk food. I mean, that's that's literally why they call it junk food. They wouldn't say, oh, it's a healthy snack because usually, like I said, you end up eating the whole thing. Another survey, speaking of pets, uh, a poll of pet owners found that the top sports that pets like to watch uh, are football, soccer, basketball, baseball, and golf. Now, after sports, the top things that they like to watch are cartoons and nature shows. Hmm. I know uh, Plinko doesn't really watch a lot of TV. I mean, we'll put the TV on sometimes when, uh, when we leave the house. Most of the time, he likes to listen to the radio, and we usually play some classical music. But uh, I know one uh, one dog, my, I guess you call it my nephew dog. I don't know what it is, but he can somehow see everything. He likes to watch, uh, like, cops shows. He likes to watch that. And then anytime there's any kind of animal, whether it be another dog or an animal that he would want to chase, he freaks out. I've never known a dog to be able to see that well on on a television, but he can. It's just it's it's odd and very interesting. Uh, what do you want in your job in 2023? Well, in one word, money, flexibility is another one. Vacation and other benefits, those are great too. But a survey found the most important thing that job seekers want in a workplace right now is a good paycheck. 62% of people in a recent survey said that they want more competitive salaries in 2023. So good luck with that, negotiating with the bosses and making things happen. Uh, Maybe your annual review is coming up or it already happened. Maybe sometimes you can have that that conversation. In other places, eh, maybe not so much because maybe you the company didn't make a whole lot of money. But still, finding the right job with a good competitive wage, we know how the job market has really kind of flipped on its end. And a lot of um, a lot of job seekers really have the advantage for like the first time in a long time. So if you're looking for uh, more money, there might be some out, for it, out there for you. And when it comes to your phone, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this. Does talking on your phone give you anxiety? You're not alone because a lot of people rarely call each other anymore, uh, much preferring a text over talk. I know a lot of people, Jocelyn's that way. I mean, I'm getting that way sometimes. I still like to talk to people on the phone. I, I do enjoy that. But if you're calling me and I don't have your phone number in my address book, in my phone book, in my phone there's a good chance I'm not going to answer it. Um, usually a text will be better and better chance I'll get back to you. But I still like a good phone call every once in a while. Uh, texting doesn't have the same emotional connection, though. Researchers say that this anxiety over actually talking to each other is having negative effects on our mental health. In fact, a study from BBC found that 40% of 16 to 24 year olds reported feeling lonely. I remember, man, when I was a kid, constantly the the two, three, four way phone calls with my friends talking for hours on end. 
Those were great. Just catching up. Like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, watching TV? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Even in the start of uh, our relationship, Jocelyn and I, just talking on the phone. Talking and talking. Sometimes not talking, but still, it does uh, give you that emotional connection of being able to talk to somebody. So maybe next time somebody calls you, pick up the phone. Even if it's a telemarketer. Even if it's one of those robocalls, just say, hey, robot, how you doing? How you been? Robot, has anyone ever asked you how you feel? <laughs> if you want to stay in the know with everything that's going on with uh, Southwest Michigan's business, simply go to MoodyOnTheMarket.com and the Moody on the Market app. You can uh, check out all the great stories from our team of contributors, as well as our uh, Moody on the Move series, where uh, Pat is hanging out at Renaissance Athletic Club. And our awards program, which is pretty cool as well. 40 Under 40, Best Places to Work, and Bold Women of Business. All right there at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. And uh, this one, uh, this great story, comes from our Moody on the Market contributor, Jocelyn Tuzinski. Your Moody on the Market update brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency, with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles. Right on the banks of the Pawpaw River... With plenty of parking and a beautiful space to drink, work, and relax, you'll find the Rebel Cafe. Inside of the collective at 401 Clock Road in Benton Harbor, you can stop in and enjoy delicious coffee, treats, and mindful beverages like elixirs and tonics six days a week. The Rebel Cafe, formerly on Territorial Road, has excitedly reopened this month, and the customers are loving it. Uh, our health elixirs really set us apart. You can try something that piques your interest. They're delicious, actually. Uh, good for you and completely unique. That's what owner Adrian White says. Our mission is to our mission is organic and local produce turned into the most delicious juices and smoothies and locally roasted coffee drinks right down to the locally sourced milk. Adrian White and Luke Anderson relocated their yoga and strength training studio to Clock Road in December of 2019 inside the old Electric Equipment Company building with plans to include the cafe within the new space. Now, after patiently waiting out the pandemic and renovating the former industrial space, the winter of 2022 brought news of the Rebel Cafe reopening. Organic produce and healthy living has always been super important to us, as well as supporting the people in our area who grow our food. That's what Adrian says. This is another opportunity for our clients and our community to learn about the importance of let food be thy medicine and for us to feature local farms and bakers. Now, their monthly monthly juice cleanses feature fresh produce from Sower's Purse Micro Farm. And this summer, they're proud to be the pick a pickup location for their CSA. They have Friday pop-ups from 9 a.m. to 1 in the cafe. They'll showcase other small businesses and vendors with uh, this Friday, February 3rd. Featuring Bake Effect. It's a gluten-free and vegan bakery on February 24th. Um, Emily Anstent's uh, gluten-free and vegan Pop-Tarts and scones from Provision Snack Club. The Fair Trade Coffee served at Rebel Cafe is from local roastery Cloud Walking Coffee uh, out of South Bend. Another small business that is just over a year old. We finish their delicious espresso with organic ingredients that include your choice of dark chocolate, salted maple, caramel, local honey, cinnamon, and 
even vanilla rose, uh, which is made up of organic ground rose petals to infuse a delicate flavor. Huh, fancy, fancy. Um, now, their menu is colorful and mouthwatering, offering juices like liquid sunshine, moon juice, and intriguing smoothies like peach pie. Superfood boosters and CBD can be added to the already delectable beverages, enhancing your health and your experience. With a zest for life and a passion for real, Adrian and Luke are excited to invite you to come and see why we say welcome home to the Rebel Cafe. The cafe is open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 1 uh, more of their story can be found on their website, rebelcafe.org. You can also follow them on social media. And as always, uh, they're always uh, bustling with specials and featuring goodies as well. But congrats on the move and uh, the new grand opening of the Rebel Cafe. Check out that full story written by Moody on the Market contributor Jocelyn Tazinski. You can simply find it at moodyonthemarket.com. And when you're on the go and you want to know, you can always download the Moody on the Market app in your app store. And your Moody on the Market update is brought to you by our friends and insurance management service called IMS Today, your local auto owners agency with locations in St. Joseph and Niles.